The dog walked itself home, had a pizza, and took a nap. Welcome to Flyover Film Country. I'm Isaac Sims. I'm Olivia Clement. And I'm Walter Lyle. And this is Hot Rod. We're doing yes. it. The hottest of rods. The hottest of rods. Andy the Samberg, Akiva Schaefer. 2000, circa 2007? 2006? 2007. When did this come out? 2007. Um, you know what's great? I think we've talked about it on this podcast before, but our age, um, our grade, correspond perfectly to like the the uh, early 2000s. Yes. So like in, I know that I was in seventh grade uh-huh. in 2007. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As were you both. Yep. Wait, we're, do we all, we're all in the same grade? We're all the same age, I think. Did we or all graduate grade. in 2013? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, look at that. Look, look at Beautiful. that. Beautiful. You guys yeah. were both born in 95, though. You were I born, was born in 94. Right. Uh, yeah. She's better than us. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And I got to so say, that, right. That's the age difference. I got to say, right here at the top, this is. This is not a Sims Family staple, but this was a movie that I quoted with every single one of my friends in high school. Every yeah. single one. And I'm not sure if that's the case for you guys, but I got a shout out. Uh, Stuart, Micah, Callum, Allison, uh, three brothers, and Ben Danforth and Stephen Danforth and Luca Danforth, uh, your former coworker, Walter. True, yes. Um, Gideon Singleton, Robert Etherington, Austin Grothy, we quoted this li- li- i literally have like this entire movie memorized the preamble with where the, it just randomly cuts to the reporter talking about the dog going home and taking a nap <laughs> and then how the an am radio station bought the exclusive rights <laughs> yeah. to a evil knievel-esque jump which chris parnell like, played played the part like, so good the dome. yeah <laughs> Yeah, for me, I actually didn't see this movie until I was in college. Uh, I'll shout out my friend Peyton Dixon for showing me this movie. I was always a fan of Andy Samberg from his SNL days, and then just for some reason had never seen Hot Rod. And then as soon as he showed it to me, all the time, randomly, we'd be hanging out. One of us would go, Gods of War! And the other would go, Hammer be mighty! So sisters protect me. <laughs> Since then I've seen you. I've seen this movie enough times that I whenever we are covering a movie on this podcast, even if I've seen it before, I try to watch it at maximum a couple of days before we record so that it's fresh in my mind. I didn't even bother rewatching it like for this recording because I just didn't feel like I needed to. Like I know everything <laughs> about it and yep. and I love it so much. It's actually also one of when Morgan and I first started dating, this is one of the movies that I had to show her to be like, for you to kind of fully understand me and my sense of humor, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, I don't, you might hate this movie, but you have to watch it anyway. Like, if you're going to be with me, this is something you need to know about me. And so that was, this was one of the first ones, first movies we watched together. <clears throat> um, hey guys. Yeah. I'm kind of thirsty. I'm going for a vitamin water. Should I make that trace? <laughs> 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 I like how Isaac interrupted Walter talking about like his relationship with his wife to do a bit. But you know what? I respect it. It was I related. know you do. I'm not mad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Is that Sullivan over there? <laughs> Sullivan! Sullivan, you chode! Oh my gosh, I hate the word chode. Really? I hate really? it so much. Yeah, I don't know why. I've just never liked it. I don't use it a whole lot. I just like, don't I like think there it. Are wor- I don't love it. I think there are worse words sure, than that. Sure, sure, sure. One that Mo- Morgan hates this word, and she just calls it the T word. And she hates it so much, but I don't even know if I can say this on the podcast. But the, the word taint. Taint? Taint. Isaac, you know what that is? I did not think that was the T word you were going to say. You look confused, so I got to make sure you know what taint means. Are you sure about that? Anyway. Taint. Uh, yeah. Did you ever watch the balloon shop videos? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember? Okay. So do you remember the one where he has? Uh, did you do you know what these videos are, Olivia? No. We gotta. We gotta show them. We gotta show them to you afterwards. Um, also, I think it's important that the listener knows that Walter screen shared uh, <laughs> Planet of the Base <laughs> and played it for me and Olivia. It was vital. Was like a pre-recording <laughs> viewing. If, if, if nobody, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't heard that song yet, pause this. Walk away from this Don't. podcast for a minute. Well, and me go, and Olivia were really bewildered, so it wasn't like and, a universal hilarity sort of. Experience. No, it's just I just think it's such a good song. Everybody has to listen to "Planet of the Bass" by it was featuring DJ Crazy Times and. I can't remember the girl. It's a, it's a, it's all like it's a parody. It's all characters that they play. Anyway, Planet of the Base. Essential listening. So that's the vibe that we're going into this recording with. Um, anyway, Balloon Shop. Do you do you remember when I think of taint that word that Morgan hates and I'm going to use word. it every single time <laughs> I am around her now? Is um, I think of the Balloon Shop video. Where they're giving each other Christmas gifts, and one of them he like it's it's the two one of two of the guys, and one of them opens a gift and he goes, "Oh my gosh, you got me an iPod!" And he's like, "And I loaded it with all your favorite Kenny Chesney songs." And he's like, "Oh my gosh, it's gonna be a Kenny Chesney Christmas!" Oh, you opened my gift, and then he he's like, "Oh thanks," and he's like, "Hey, before I open this, I just wanted to let you know, like, I just really hate the movie Scorpion King Two: Rise of a Warrior." <laughs> And then he and then his friend looks really crestfallen. He opens it and there's all this shrimp. And he like is like, oh my gosh, it's it's some of my favorite Pacific Coast shrimp. And then he pulls out uh Scorpion King 2, Rise of the Warriors underneath all of the shrimp. And then he goes, I don't even want the shrimp anymore. The shrimp is tainted. <laughs> We're just walking down memory lane. I gotta go back and watch some of those old balloons. The, my favorite the shri- one was the whipping video. Do you remember that one? Or the, Whips. Yeah, they're just they're just two guys just whipping each other in the street outside their house. And then, well, they get and the, one of their dads is in the video and is like, "You boys quit that whipping." Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's this really far away shot. This dude's like on the other side of the cul-de-sac. He seems like an all-out sprint towards him. He goes, "You hear? Hey, hey, hey! hey. You boys quit! You boys you quit, that quit that whipping!" That you quit that. <laughs> the, I was watching Balloon Shop like literally the same at the same time I was watching Hot Rod. Like we would go watch Hot Rod and then watch Balloon Shop. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I don't, I don't think Olivia was on the internet when we were Isaac. She's not she, getting any of these like references. She was. She. She I, was a different corner. Maybe a different corner. She had a the, smartphone. Yeah. I was. I need to remind you both. I was not a thirteen-year-old boy. <gasps> oh. So oh, yeah. yeah. So so my corner of the internet was a little different. Okay. So. Well, what did your corner of the internet look like in two thousand seven? Oh gosh. Uh, I was mostly just watching music videos, honestly. That's fair. Um, Paramore? I was watching a lot of Paramore music videos. I, hey, okay, that's where we overlap, because I definitely was, too. I Here's the deal. To this day, Paramore is one of my all-time favorite bands. Same. And they're fantastic. I love their new stuff. A lot of people want to like be like, oh, Paramore's your favorite band? That's so old school. They're so good. Their music Would you say they're number one, number two? Probably, yeah. Their new Dang. stuff rules. It's yeah, definitely very awesome. different. I just definitely very different, but it's so good. Yeah, they're not this most recent album that came out this year, but the last album, After Laughter, which came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that album really is probably my favorite album. It just means a lot to me, mostly because it's all like I don't know. It just I, I don't want to go into it right now. On the now that I'm talking about, it, I was like, oh, I don't want to talk about it because I was mostly really depressed, and I don't want to talk about that <laughs> yeah. in this moment. Sure. We can talk about it later. Anyway, um, but yeah, I was watching a lot of music videos. I think at the time because um, it was pre Vine. So yeah. Vine, man, the Vine days. Those were good days. Those were good days. We it uh, TikTok ruined it. Like short form, like phone videos vine was yeah. perfect being vine being perfect. relegated to only six seconds just made everything mm-hmm. so much better yeah mm-hmm. and we have to go back yeah yeah yep anyway okay so hot rod hot rod <laughs> hot rod skadoosh um yeah so yeah like i just quote i quote this all the time i think the things that i quote the things i quote mostly is cool beans um yep. Wow, Rod, I'm just green with jealous rage. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was totally serendipitous. I, by the time I got on my banana board, I was tripping balls. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you guys the um, interview that he was doing, that Dave, uh, Bill Hader, who plays Dave in Hot Rod, um, based the character of Dave on one of their his friends. friends. Yeah, yeah one of his friends from Dave. high school. Yeah, yeah. And who literally like shot a bunch? He got high and um, shot, shot a, a piece of metal, of metal into, into his eye. Yeah, it's like and, 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 and now no, go, go ahead. I was gonna say now he's a he's a college professor somewhere. <laughs> he didn't say where. I'm assuming the state of Oklahoma, but I guess yeah. he could have been anywhere. But could you well, imagine he, like watching that in the video? Well, he said that his friend like Bill Hader said his friend was like talking to Bill. He was like he's like man that. I was crazy. You remember when something low some of that happened to me when I was in with your high school? He was like, he's like yeah, yeah, dummy. They you, you. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man. The the one I, I, I like to, if there's a word that begins with WH, I'll say it like whiskey. Whiskey? <laughs> whiskey. The safe word is whiskey. <laughs> saying Why what, saying what like way? <laughs> saying what I weird. Do. I will. I that. will forget it. <laughs> doing that to Jess. You look pretty. What? You look pretty. Good night, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Would y'all say I, 
this is like this ranks in like top three of Andy Samberg's works. Here's the thing, like this isn't this isn't like a perfect movie for me. In fact, so so okay, let's let's it's a loaded question, Walter. I'm glad you asked. Um, I love this movie, and I like it. I wish I could have watched it with you guys. Oh my gosh, um, we would have never been able to get through this. <laughs> no. movie. Yeah, we, we would have just like we would have been <laughs> having a blast. So like watching it by yourself is not the same. Like and and I Jess was Jess was busy tonight. Um, so she did express some interest in watching it with me because she was like, "Oh, it sounds like people doing dumb stuff and getting hurt." Like like Jackass is a little too extreme for her, but people getting hurt is like her form of like peak comedy like <laughs> yeah. like buster keaton sort of like falling down and getting knocked over by things that's like peak like she loved the same lot she was cracking up when we were watching it mm-hmm. um i i really feel like um danny mcbride and bill Hader steal the show and ian mcshane steal mm-hmm. the show a little bit mm-hmm. from andy samberg I think Andy Samberg is much funnier in Pop Star. Oh my gosh. Um, but he's still, he's still so really good. funny. He's still really funny in this. But Pop Star is, he is so funny. Like, I just like die laughing when I think about his role in that. I have, yeah, I've not seen Pop Star. Oh, Apparently, it's, it's good. It's only 30 seconds. Only thirty seconds to Mars. <laughs> That's the name of a band. That's not actually how long it takes to get to Mars. He just so okay. Andy Samberg plays a himbo in this movie, but he also plays a himbo in Pop Star. But it's so much funnier. It's funny. I don't want to say it's so much funnier. It's funnier in a different way because he's just like he's not juvenile. He's like actually vapid and that's why it's yeah. funny in pop star he yeah. it almost feels like to me it almost feels like he's making fun of justin bieber <laughs> yeah which i don't know if that's actually the case but that's what it feels like to me especially the time it came out it feels like making fun of justin bieber <clears throat> so but it's so good but his facial expressions in this movie like are really really spot on mm-hmm. and i wish that there was and you get a lot of it, but I just loved all like my I realized on this viewing that my favorite scenes in Hot Rod are the ones where he's toe to toe with with Ian McShane. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then Ian McShane is having so much fun just like <laughs> playing off of him and just like driving him crazy. <laughs> the one of my favorite lines is, Have fun being married to Satan. <laughs> And he, when he whips out the like b- the police baton <laughs> and breaks the lamp, and then he goes, "I need to go to my quiet place." I never caught that he breaks another lamp no, like right yeah. before it cuts. <laughs> I think my favorite scene though is definitely the rolling down the hill scene. Oh my god! Like, okay, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like the first time I watched it, I was like, I was like, so funny. The first couple of cuts, because like it cuts a few times, obviously, to show the different locations that he's falling. Mm-hmm. And every time it cut, I was like, well, that's the end of it, obviously, right? And then it just kept going and <laughs> going. And like, the going. longer it went, the harder I was laughing. So good. Yep. So This movie... Go ahead, Olivia. Sorry. Well, it was about that scene. 
Um, so some of my friends here, we did a, a PowerPoint night mm-hmm. like you see on TikTok. Yeah. I l- want to do a PowerPoint night. It was a lot of fun. We did our like top 10 favorite movies or like whatever our top 10 movies are. And my friend Scott loves this movie. Like mm-hmm. it might be his all time favorite movie. Um, and he's, he's a couple years older than us. So he was in high school when this movie came out and he's, he's like, I just remember being in my room watching this scene where he's falling down the hill, just crying (laughs) from laughing so hard. And in the PowerPoint, he made us watch that clip and he was just (laughs) cracking up. Like it was the very first time he'd ever seen this movie. And this, the, the, uh, would you rather question Rod asks, uh, Denise, about who would win in a fight, a taco, or... or no, sorry, not a would you rather question, but, like, who would win a fight, a taco, mm-hmm. or... Um, what was it, grilled cheese? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Scott and I co-lead uh, a Sunday, scru- Sunday school group sort of type of thing where we are in charge of third and fourth graders, which is truly a bad idea. Wild. But... <laughs> We do it once once a month, so it's it's not that it's not that serious. Manageable. It's manageable, but uh, whenever <clears throat> we run out of things to talk about with these kids, we'll start asking them questions like, "Would you rather?" Scott, I didn't realize how how far into the bit Scott did, where he just recreated that scene, where he he was like, "Okay, guys, who do you want to fight? A taco or a grilled cheese?" And he we, he would have all the kids answer the question, and then I'd be like, "Well, what would you answer?" And he he goes. Well, if it's if it's fair rules, grilled cheese. But if it's street rules, it's taco. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't realize until I watched this movie today that he was just that quoting he was, that. He was quoting he that. Was quoting so that. then it clicked in my head. He's quoting Hot Rod while we're supposed to be talking to these third and fourth graders about Jesus. <laughs> so the Lord works in mysterious ways. Olivia. The Lord Spe- works mysterious ways. Speaking of ways. Jesus, yeah. remember when Rico. <laughs> Beats up that guy and goes, I go to church every Sunday. You gotta work the demons out of me. And he like hits him with a traffic cone. This is my hat now. He didn't this just say every hat. Sunday. He said every GD Sunday. Yeah. Right. I did. I Which it Sunday. has to be a prelude to his role in Righteous Gemstones oh, years down the road. Sure. Yeah. Which that's so funny. That's a show that I don't know if that counts or fly over if we have time to ever talk about Righteous Gemstones. But I want to cover Righteous Gemstones. It's on. Fire I would over. love to because it's so good. It's so yeah. good. Yes, I haven't watched all of it, but I've seen some episodes here and there. Mm-hmm. I need to sit down and watch it. So when I yes, sit down and do. watch it, then we can talk about yes. covering it. Yeah. So let's do it. I, yeah, and we can have Eric back for that because I know he loves that show. He I've been meaning to watch show. it for literally like three years. Um, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Hey Denise, you want to see a picture of my dead dad? <laughs> oh, you've got to see. He's super, He's super dead. dead. <laughs> but another. I used to be legit. I was too legit. I was, I was too, too legit, legit to quit. But now I'm not legit. legit. Quit. I'm mm. unlegit. And for that reason, I must quit. <laughs> Stay sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. As soon as he decides not to like pursue the stunt, he puts on like a sweater vest with a tie. Yeah. And he's grocery shopping and is just filled with liquor bottles. Yeah. <sighs> it's so good. That's one of, yeah, that's the reason like I know this isn't the sort of movie that we like heavily research. It's just kind of we vibe and talk about it. Um but one thing I did want to bring up was that 
you know, reading back about the um, reception of this movie was not super warm. And I think that it's uh, it is a cult classic now, but it was mixed whenever it was uh, in theaters and it actually bombed at the box office and people were very hard on it. And it's kind of like it's a bummer because I feel the opposite about this movie the way I feel about Bridesmaids. And what I mean by that is like I I think Bridesmaids is a better movie overall. It's I think it's better made, but Hot Rod for me starts out like pretty good. And it's like it's funny, it has some funny things, especially now that like I know the like first blush you experience Hot Rod, it's like that is a funny movie. Like you don't expect a lot of the things but if you come back to it, some of the like humor is taken away. But I felt this time actually that like it was getting f- more consistently funny as the movie went on, especially when you get to like the riot. Mm-hmm. I was like crying <laughs> laughing whenever that happened this time. And then like and then the jump and and all that or like. Yeah. So, so but Bridesmaids for me is the opposite where it's like it is just I'm crying laughing the first like 45 minutes of the movie. And then the second half is not very funny to me at all. It's a lot more like, uh, like story driven. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I say all that to see what you guys think about this. I think comedies were a lot more prevalent in the early two thousands mm-hmm. and they're not now. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, especially the sensibilities about how weird and offbeat, like the lonely Island sensibilities are, Mm-hmm. Um, if the, if if a movie like Hot Rod came out today, everybody would be talking about it, and it would be viral because it's like it's so much more Gen Z mm-hmm. and millennial than like the uh, comedies, like the staple comedy sensibilities were at the time. What do you guys think about that? I like had just kind of thought about it as I was uh, as we were like getting ready to record this episode. Yeah, I I feel like we're in a dry time for like big comedies right now. We don't see stuff like Step Brothers or Hot Rod or um, The Hangover and stuff like like these huge blockbuster comedies with like really big names. I, I could be wrong. I'm mean, I'm not a the movie guy in this group, so y'all y'all correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. Like if, there's, if there is stuff coming out lately that like does fit that bill. I'm not saying there aren't comedies at all, but this kind of this genre of more absurdist, but that still has a weird amount of heart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I haven't seen a new movie like that in a long time. Is that what you were asking? Yeah. Just like, I don't know. Just if you had any thoughts about that. So I think, I think bridesmaids may be one of the first ones to do this. But if it, I feel like this is the issue that has been coming up with comedies over the last decade and a half of comedies don't feel like they're the they're comedies for the sake of being a comedy, right? Like like Hot Rod has has some heart to it, and there's like kind of a it's kind of a coming of age. We can make that argument, but it, it's a comedy mm-hmm. at its core, right? Yeah. Bridesmaids is a comedy yes it's a comedy first but also is flushing out some like relationships and dynamics 
in in a way that almost feels like a drama but isn't because it's so heavily in, like focused on being a comedy does that make sense that's yeah. A good, yeah you're you're spot on and and i think a lot of comedies recently i say a lot of comedies i i also feel like there haven't been any like comedies that have just taken off um or ha- like a th- yeah i think there's been a dry spell for comedies I think a lot of comedies that have come out in the past decade have have fallen into the kind of bridesmaids trap, so to speak. So, like, um, earlier this year, there was a movie called Joyride, or earlier this summer. I was going to mention that one. Yeah. Did you see Joyride? I did see it. No, I haven't seen it. I just saw the trailers for it, and I saw saw some people talking about it online, but it didn't... I haven't really heard anybody in real life talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I did see it. It's hilarious. It's it's raunchy. It's it's really funny. It in a like the way people were describing it was it's a it's kind of like bridesmaids, and it is. But it also but because it's like bridesmaids, it falls into that trap of in the second half of the movie, it becomes less funny and is more focused on the relationships and dynamics and not funny for the sake of funny like and i think hot rod does this well of like uh these like sincere moments that are then kind of foiled by something super funny like when rod is you know in his bed bedroom and he's looking at this picture of his dad and he's crying and then um what's his face comes in and he turns around and he's like get out and he like you know he does that Andy Samberg face and so you know, there's <laughs> the moments Andy like that or, or the part like everybody everybody knows exactly what you mean you say the Andy Samberg <laughs> yeah face. yeah and, and then there's another part where the part where he does the too legit to quit bit and mm. he's like stay sweet and, and he's like he, he immediately gets hit with a truck or with <laughs> a car hits him with the van yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and so so you're never like having to I guess, sit with the emotion, so to speak, which is not necessarily a bad thing. And I think it works for this movie. And I think that some of the recent comedies have tried to sit in the motion, the in the emotion for too long. Yep. Yeah. Cause yeah. like, I can't really, can y'all think of any movie where it's like, no, that was just purely funny, but also like of a certain quality. I can't think of a movie comparable to this. Not like this. Game yeah. Night. Game Night Game might night. be the closest, and because yeah. it is like, and and I I think I think you're probably right because there's so many funny things happening through that movie. Olivia, the mm-hmm. Denzel Washington joke in Game Night is like one of the all time like hardest the hardest times I've laughed watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Like whenever they reveal it, um, but but it, because it's it's a game nine is about them trying to like I don't know should we like grow up and have a kid and mm-hmm. or no no they're trying to have a kid they want to have a kid and then yeah and then it's like yeah they they like they're gonna become parents but it, and it's sweet but it's not like it's not getting mentioned in every scene and like Rachel McAdams is having so much fun and just yeah. being like so funny throughout that whole movie and Jason Bateman like is getting shot and you know like 
I, I think you're right. I think that they, th- it's not like a, dr- like a drama that they're like, it's like we're sneaking a comedy in through the back door, you yeah. know, like sort of thing. I feel like that's how a lot of studios are viewing comedies now. Mm-hmm. I think Barbie's a prime example of that. I love Barbie and it has a, had a lot of funny moments. It was like, Hi Barbie. Very, yeah, a lot of it was Hi, like Barbie. obviously very supposed to be a comedy. But then Greta Gerwig is Greta Gerwig, right? And so she's going to yeah. have like a certain amount of real levity to a lot of the, a lot of the in between the jokes, I guess. And um, so, yeah, you can't really have a comedy these days without it having something really big and important to say too. Which is, I don't think there's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just what it's just kind of what the landscape is right now for for comedies and even like i i just googled like best comedies like top comedies of 2023 and i'm reading all of these and i've seen some of them and i haven't seen most of them uh but just reading the description and like what they're about i'm like yeah like the reviews are good and they say it's funny but there's also like there's also like a good amount of drama or like there's there's great romance and you're like yeah, that's not like Hot Rod. It's not like again, like I could be Step Brothers. I think is such a good example of the kind of comedies we're talking about, where it's like it's just stupid and funny. Like that's that's all it is. Um, the I think maybe singing the, at the Catalina wine. <laughs> it's the Catalina wine mixer, and I think the closest maybe we've gotten to it this year is a movie that I really hated, but Cocaine Bear because it was just in a really over the top. Like it was supposed yeah. to be funny, mm-hmm. right? But it wasn't quite. It didn't quite get there. Right, right, right. In, uh, I don't know. Uh, one that I our podcast wouldn't... got there. If I'm gonna be honest, what? Our podcast was oh of, funnier of than, Cocaine Bear. Oh yeah, than Cocaine Bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, one of my favorite movies I've seen this year uh, is also hard, also because like a lot of these big movies go straight to streaming on Netflix or, or sure. HBO or whatever. So like it's a little harder to keep track of all of them, but there's one that flew under the radar. I think it's called champions is Woody Harrelson plays this like disgruntled, uh, you know, basketball coach who gets fired or he gets arrested and his community service is he has to coach a special uh, Olympics like basketball team. And hilarious. Like the, the main cast, like the actual special needs actors who play the special needs characters amazing really funny and i loved it but it also had it's like a ton of like heavier stuff and some like some good drama and stuff like that again i loved it but it's not the same we're, we're not getting yeah. hot rod andy samberg sure. levels of you know this type of comedy I, but i think we're going to horse you back around at some point everything is a cycle we're going to get back yeah. to it might take a few more years but we'll get we'll get more of the the mid-2000s comedy yeah i'd like i'd like to go back there well i and i man i'm bummed i didn't get to see it yesterday when i was trying to uh on labor day but i was really trying to see bottoms yesterday and i feel like i feel like bottoms is kind of um bottoms and barbie are kind of like leading the way back to maybe that sort of like no, this is like a pure comedy mm-hmm. uh, sort of genre, and and there's obviously stakes and plot and all that stuff, but it's like we're trying to have a good time and laugh and like yeah, get up to some hijinks. So mm-hmm. yeah, suspend some disbelief and yeah, 
Yeah. Have yeah, some dance I, numbers. I'm Ken. I'm Kenuff. <laughs> I'm Kenuff. Yeah, I really, yeah, the the scene where they're all walking in the street and they're all singing and then all of a sudden a riot breaks out. It's so funny. And then Danny McBride is holding a TV and he's yeah. just like, it's a shame that that happened. Uh, glad we got out. And, and no one ever addresses it. Yeah. Which I yeah. love that no one is like. All you, all you oh. could do was just run for your life and hope no one get, got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. The, so uh, so Barry Pasternak, the, the AM, uh, radio host, um, he plays Jerry in, he's played by Chris Parnell. He plays Jerry in Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. I like heard his voice and I was like, that is Jerry. That is, Jerry. <laughs> that is Chris Barno. Yes. Yes. Um, the first several times I saw this, I saw this with like some of my friends and they were like told like the little monologue that he does was like inappropriate. And so they weren't allowed to watch it. So they were like, you, your parents were like, you have to fast forward that scene or like an older brother or sister would fast forward that scene. <laughs> So I never saw it for the longest time. Wait, and I had seen it before tonight when he when he's like, you know, I really think this could be the comeback for AM radio. And oh, like, his, in fact, yeah, I have a tattoo yeah. like <laughs> demonstrating. <laughs> and like I just it was so it was so dumb, but also like just Chris Parnell is super funny. And mm-hmm. I, I I just thought it was I thought it was really funny. I was he's <laughs> so good. Wait, so you weren't. You didn't see that scene until today. I didn't for, the first for a time? long time, but I had seen it before. But not okay. like today. I was like, oh, I'd forgotten about this. That one, that that sequence doesn't live in my memory as rent free as the other sure. um, ones. Like, like Dave going, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, what? Why is Rod kissing his sister? <laughs> <laughs> Denise isn't his sister. Man, that totally shatters my entire universe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the the tattoo thing is I've got a tattoo here that fully illustrates my point. It's of this rebellious young man and he's urinating on an FM radio. And then this other stream of urine is going onto that television set. Implausible, I know. But I like to think that he had sex the night before. And a little bit of residue is blocking his urethra, allowing the urine to flow in two separate directions. <laughs> it's just so like what why it's like the same thing of like them doing the cool beans like dubstep (laughs) like techno beat in the middle of the movie and then the falling down the mountain for like five minutes it's just like yeah just do silly stuff like this you know and the they've done it they've raised fifty thousand dollars for frank's conveniently priced surgery yeah And then, and then I never caught this either. I like noticed this for the first time tonight. Is when the Ebenezer Scrooge sticks his head out of the <laughs> bus and says, "Cooked goose for everyone." <laughs> no, he goes, "A cooked goose." For he goes, "It's Ebenezer Scrooge." Yes, a cooked goose. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Did y'all oh, reinforce gosh. the takeoff ramp? Nah, we didn't have time. <laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> oh my goodness. Did you catch that uh at when Andy's uh when Rod is signing autographs before the jump, he says, um, 
don't don't let your old man eat some pie. <laughs> don't no. let your father or father figures eat any pie. <laughs> yeah. I'm officially kicking off phase two, Operation Fiscal Jackhammer. <laughs> and then he like drop kicks the the jug. Dude, the the scene where he finds out how his dad really died. That's really I'm, I'm trying to find the he goes, Oh yeah, so how did he die? His mom's he choked on some pie. What? Yeah. Come on, seriously. He really wanted to win that contest. <laughs> he really he wanted, wanted to win to that know. contest. Sissy Spacek, I was like, the credits were rolling at the beginning, and I was like, I did not remember that she was his mom. I forgot movie. she was in it too. Yeah. I was yeah. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Um I do kind of love when like these like big like serious actors do stupid movies like this it makes me really just appreciate them all the more mm-hmm. yeah ian, McSh- ian mcshane is so funny in this movie he's, he's very so really funny. good like when he's on the on the couch and he's pretending to be asleep and he's listening to rod and he's like you're a <laughs> <laughs> you can tell he had so much fun doing that movie yeah yeah uh, <laughs> when he first goes down to fight him and he goes, never sneak up on a man who's been in a chemical, chemical fire. fire. <laughs> uh, Isla Fisher was also really great as Denise. And then her relationship with Will Arnett. So good. The, yeah, that this movie is the reason that with in all of my relationships and including my marriage. Okay. <laughs> I have never been like a babe. Like I cannot call my wife babe, and she does. Like if if like Morgan and I, we we call each other Morgan and Walter. We don't do babe or like any of that. And for me, I don't know what is for Morgan. For me, it's because of this movie. Like Will Arnett <laughs> shouting that from his convertible. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. What does he say? What maybe in the convertible? Get, maybe I'll pick up get some dong bags so we can knock boots later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> calling him dong bags. That's so oh terrible. It's so <laughs> Will Will Arnett was perfectly cast. Oh, so for good. sure. Do you need a character? Do you need an actor for a character that's just the absolute worst <laughs> and the biggest douchebag? Will Arnett. That's Will who Arnett. you need to. To cast. Have either of you watched um, BoJack Horseman? Mm-mm. I've watched some of it. It. What do you think about it? Um, I didn't know it was going to be super depressing. <laughs> yeah, and that's all I I've heard about be, it. Yeah. Well, so I I started watching it before it had like gotten really popular because Ooh, of it was still like underground. That. Whoa. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's very casual, no big deal, but, um, yeah, I just, so I was, all I knew about it really was that Will Arnett was in it and all these other, like, random people that were also kind of in the same circles of, like, comedy were in it, and so I was like, okay, great, and then it's, like, super depressing, and he's, he's just depressed and sad the whole time, and I was like, I, I don't, I don't love this, and, and it never, like, got more hopeful, I don't know if it ended hopeful, but it yeah. it never felt like it got hopeful. So it's it, it seemed like very meta and kind of like yeah he was channeling a lot of himself. And I was like, I'm not comfortable with like this. Like it, it wasn't it wasn't like Fleabag, Phoebe Waller Bridge 
being like it's kind of masked and relatable even mm-hmm. though it's vulnerable it mm-hmm. bojack seemed to me like oh i thought you were just like funny i didn't know you had a lot of problems i'm <laughs> kind of sad now <laughs> like yeah like everybody yeah. has problems you know but it's like this is depressing <laughs> which i think will arnett is recovering from like addiction yeah um or like has been in recovery for a while now, which is great, but like obviously that's just very difficult, and so, so it's like, ah, I didn't want you to have problems, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're supposed to be perfect. You're supposed to be perfect. Although I knew he wasn't because he and Amy Poehler got divorced, so I knew that that he wasn't perfect. Yeah, I didn't so. know they were married. So, oh yeah. yeah, they were married. They have two kids together. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, cool I think one of them is ginger. Oh, not cool beans. Yeah, not cool beans. Not cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. beans. <laughs> Go beans. It's bouncing around the web like a beach ball at a Nickelback concert. Who was stank? Who was stank? I love that. Up and said it was stank. <laughs> <laughs> when he comes upstairs, when he like falls into the pool or he rides the bike into the pool, and he's like. What's going on? Is this some sort of interactive theater art piece? <laughs> when everyone's like mulling around him on the couch. Oh man. Another one, another one, like it for some reason, this one got really lodged in my brain was So what do you say? You wanna you wanna make this thing official? Are you asking me out? <laughs> oh Kathy. <laughs> and then it cuts to kevin wow rad i can't believe she said yes (laughs) (laughs) oh kathy oh kathy man there's no tool in this pool that's another one i say like a lot (laughs) Pools are great for water. Do you say that every time you get in a pool? Honestly, I think I probably do. (laughs) That makes sense. There's no tool in this pool. I'm Rod and I like to party. I'm Dave and I also like to party. I'm Rico and I also like to party. (laughs) No, we can't all party. Kevin, I know for for a fact that you do not party. I, I've partied before. Yes, once. And we party. No, yeah, just Rod. Yes, and just, me. And no, Dave. I'm the only one who parties. Hey, Rod, what's that song about the grandma getting run over by a reindeer? <laughs> grandma getting run over by a reindeer? No. <laughs> I like how this podcast episode has essentially just been us quoting the movie. But here's the thing: you that's what I knew the movie. I, that's what I knew this episode. Was I knew be. that's what it was going to be. To yeah. bring it back to our earlier discussion of, like, the current state of comedy movies, has there been a comedy that come out at all in the past 10 years that you can you just quote all the time with your friends? No. No. Has there been a comedy movie that's come out in the past 10 years? Well, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think Game Night might be the closest, but Game Night's not, like, a quoting It's not movie, a quotable you know? one. Yeah. 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 Like we need. Except, oh no, he died. <laughs> I've oh got. Oh no, he died. I've got to see that movie. <laughs> it's so good. 
You, Walter. We, we should all watch it. Honestly, I know I would we love should it. just. Yeah, you would. You would really enjoy it, guys. Olivia, did you see um, Dungeons and Dragons? Because that was the game night people, and I heard it was really funny. I've heard. Yeah, it's I really did. Good. It was yeah. really funny. It was funny. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I enjoyed it. It was, and I I mean this in the best way. It was a mid level comedy. And it was it was what it was, and it wasn't trying to be anything more. And I loved I loved mm. it for that. Yeah. And yeah. again, Chris Pine needs to be a leading man more often. I don't he understand I love why Chris he's Pine. not. He's so I great. I like Chris Pine a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And as I'm a big just D and D fan in general, so I don't know why I haven't seen that movie yet. Have you all ever played D and D? No. No, but my friend Scott that I mentioned earlier really wants to play D and D with us. Man, to it's quote so- Jim Gaffigan, I could never have, I could never play D and D because I have sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it- he said that about marching bands. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, you never, you never hear a pop song or a rock song and think I want to hear the marching band version of this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like no I'm, I'm being mean like being in a marching band has got to be really difficult I could never be in a marching band because I have sex <laughs> <laughs> and that's such a good bit he has so many good bits uh, I so love Jim Gaffigan yeah. uh, D&D is like a lot of people think of it as like everybody who plays it is super serious like you have your you, you role play as the characters you've created and you don't mess around but like the be- I, I've been I've I played Nini many times over the past several years and it really like I laugh so hard like as long as you're with the right group of course like yeah, yeah just your friends like hanging out and you take the game seriously enough to like you know abide by the rules and all that but like you're supposed to it's supposed to be stupid and over the top so I assume the movie was kind of like that right Olivia it was yeah 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 so. I, 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 it's on my list to watch. I need to do that. I need to watch Game Night. And now I guess Popstar. Oh, Popstar is so good. It's so good. You're, you're going to love it. So I'm looking back, like, at the, <clears throat> first of all, we do, I think we do have a problem with our comedy, like, genre, quote unquote, because I'm looking through everything that I've logged as a comedy in the last several years. And really the only one that I can say, like, this is an actual comedy. There there are only a couple. Like, one is Barbie. Another is Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Um, another is Bad Trip. Bad Trip might be the closest to Hot Rod <clears throat> that I've personally gotten in terms of just comedy. Um, but then also this the Borat sequel. Did you watch the Borat sequel with us, Walter? I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch it with y'all. I watched. I, so when when Borat two came out, I still had not seen the first Borat, and so I, but the second one came out, and I was like, I really want to watch this. Everybody's talking about it, but let me watch the first one first. And so I watched both of them in the span of like two days. Morgan watched some of the first or second one with me, and she lasted about ten minutes. <laughs> so yep. I can't I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it might have been this I think it might have been the scene where he in the first one where he walks up to the group of, of black guys hanging out on the street and calls them the N-word. <laughs> I think that I think Morgan is like, all right, I can't I can't do this. That's fair. 
Um, Bo- the Borat movie. I've tried to explain. If people don't don't know who Rudy Giuliani is, I think there's like, mm. I think that they need to just like, you need to watch the news. Like, just just know a little bit more about what's going on in the world. Uh-huh. But I could not. I could not believe that they did what they did in the sequel. I was just like absolutely flabbergasted. I was yeah. like, that is really Rudy Giuliani. Mm-hmm. There, it was just. Like Satchel Baron Cohen, I was just like mind blown that they yeah. pulled that off and that it was as funny and like that they just hoodwinked him that badly. I was yeah. cracking up. Yeah. The and it's really a testament to uh, I, I can't I don't know the actress's name who played his fake daughter in I think movie, Maria Bakalova. I yeah. think that's her name. She's incredible like any less acting prowess and they wouldn't have been able to pull that off but she I mean yeah yeah a Borat 2 I think is definitely that's but it's only because it's a direct continuation of Borat which did come out in this time we were talking about earlier of like yeah you know when, when did the first Borat come out was it around the same time as yeah I, 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 I think time. it was early, early 2000s it may have been 2006 2006, 2006. Yeah. um so yeah so, I mean, it makes sense that obviously Borat 2 would be, a, you know, in the same vein as that. But I would love to have more movies like that. Not, not don't try to replicate Borat because nobody else can do that besides Sasha Baron Cohen. But, like, anyway, you know what I mean. Shiva Baby, okay. the... Go ahead. I was going to say, I looked up some of the movies that I've logged over the past however many years. And I think The Heat... With Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy is probably is, is a true comedy. It's really funny. It's something my family quotes all the time. We're the Millers <coughs> would probably be Ooh, one. We we I watched it again recently. We're the Millers is great. Yeah. Never seen what it. What we do in the shadows is another one. Yep. Um, We're werewolves, not swearwolves. Not swearwolves. Uh, right. Werewolves, not swearwolves. Werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> Uh, Isaac, would you say the nice guys? Yep, yep. I, I think it's I think it's a comedy first, and I, I like kind of like an first. action caper. Second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it was um, anyone else, like, except other than Ryan Gosling, like I think it wouldn't be as funny for sure. Mm-hmm. And then there was this this movie that came out on Netflix called Do Revenge that has Maya Hawk in it and Camilla Mendez from uh, Riverdale. Riverdale in yeah. it, yeah. And it's it's a, maybe it takes itself a little too seriously, but it's it's pretty funny. Like I remember laughing at several points because it's it's mostly just like teenagers being stupid and i really liked it i don't know if it's gonna be for everyone but i would say that's probably a true comedy too but it does kind of fall into that yeah. same pit of like it gets really serious but it's just but like yes. train like train wrecks by um i'm just trying to like look like i think hunt for the wild wilder people is a comedy mm-hmm. um sing street Yeah, it's it's just funny because but they they also have lumped in a lot of these other movies where it's like they said that like Birdman is a comedy. And I'm like yeah. Birdman is not a comedy. Mm-hmm. Birdman is a drama. 
And yes. So yeah. I'm just kind of like, there's something wrong with, I don't know how it's been yeah. portrayed or <coughs> excuse prioritized or. Right. Whatever. And like, like the worst person <coughs> in the world is in this as well as a comedy. And like, yeah, but I would, I would say it's more of a, a drama than a comedy. Wouldn't you? Right. Which one? The worst person in the world. Uh, yes. Did that you is see a drama. that? That is not a yeah. There's some. It's not a comedy. Sorry to bother you. I feel like it's a comedy. Um. Anyway, I'm just. We're just saying. Yeah. Things. The farewell. <laughs> the farewell is listed as a comedy. Yeah, I was like, that is not. <laughs> that's that is like the not a comedy. Movie. It's so I'm, sad. It's so sad. Get it's out so of here. Sad. Uh, one. It's pretty obscure. It's in my list. It's called What If. It has. It's Daniel Radcliffe and Zoe Kazan. Megan Park, Adam Driver, and Mackenzie Davis. Adam Driver mm-hmm. and Daniel Radcliffe are roommates in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. This movie rules. And it they were so roommates. funny. And they were roommates. And there's a scene where Adam Driver pulls nachos out of the oven and he says, I just had sex and I'm about to eat nachos. nachos. That's what <laughs> this that is the greatest is. day of my life. I know that line. I don't know if that was from that movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. Okay, what's it called again? Because I'm going to look this up. It's called What If. What If. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to see Adam Driver and uh, Daniel Radcliffe together. We were watching, my sister wanted to, had a random urge to watch the first Harry Potter movie the other night. And we were going through, I had the, I was like, this would be really fun. Let's talk about everybody who's been in the Harry Potter movies who's dead now. And so we were going through our mental list of like <laughs> all of the actors who have since passed <laughs> since Harry Potter ended. Oh. And then we were going over like we're, so, we're it's against the first movie, and so the um, the main three Harry Potter and Hermione the act the acting is not great with the three of them, and so we were going through like hey, what have all they done since then? I love Emma Watson, but I'm not gonna try to tell you that she's like a great actress, like sure. even still today. Like I still think she's honestly not that good. Uh. And then Rupert Grant has kind of been a little off like the the radar. And then Daniel Radcliffe took his Harry Potter money and is just being a weird little guy in movies now. Were like you he's there taking when the... we watched Guns Akimbo? <laughs> that was my choice. I, I chose that movie that, that day. That was your choice? Yeah. Do you know about that movie, Olivia? Yeah, I know about that movie, yes. It, was, gets, it wasn't great. He guns, guns drilled like, into yeah. his fist. <laughs> It wasn't great, but it yeah. was like you could tell that he was. Dan Radcliffe was like he probably saw the treatment for the movie. And he was like, "Sure, I'll do it." That sounds weird like, enough. Yeah, that's a you know? wild ass idea for a movie. Yeah, and same thing like, with like what if is like, underrated for sure. Him like, and Elijah Wood are just doing. They just took doing they, they took their they franchise money and are doing whatever they want to do. Uh huh. Uh huh. And played uh, weirdos. Yeah. As I a, say, a couple a couple weeks ago, I watched. Um, we I. I think it was, oh yeah, like Prime added a bunch of movies that were recently in theaters and I was like, oh my gosh, there's like so much good stuff on here and one of them mm-hmm. was Knock at the Cabin. Um, oh yeah. And I tried, I'm trying to get through all of uh, M. Night's movies and I hadn't seen Knock at the Cabin yet and it looked really good and it was, it was really, really good and Rupert Grint is really good. Oh, I forgot he was in, in that. It. I haven't, I, he's, he's in I it. He plays, plays a really key role and I was like, uh-huh. this guy is good good he's like arguably the best out of the three of them i feel like mm. that honestly wouldn't three. be surprising to me um i was cracking up when you were talking about sorcerer's stone when they're acting like 
Not me, not Hermione, not you. Hermione. you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. No, you can't. You can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> He's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> no, you can't. can't. <laughs> You're a great wizard, Harry. <laughs> me? George. What do I have? Cleverness. What did she say? She said books and cleverness. Books and cleverness. <laughs> Those are important things, Hermione. And in <laughs> fact, they, sa- they saved you guys so many times in that night alone. And the best yeah. part, she's like, you're a great wizard, Harry. Hey, Harry didn't cast a single spell in that first one at all. <laughs> we have no idea if he's a good wizard or not. For real. Um... Oh, Bo man. Burnham, uh, Inside. Have you seen Inside, Walter? Yeah. Bo Burnham's. Um, you like it? Uh, I remember liking it when it when I first. I haven't gone back and watched it again. I I listen to I listen to the soundtrack pretty regularly. Um, but I funny story about that because it's like listed here. I was I was doing field work. Um, we were like driving around Conway, kind of doing planning for you know where they're going to do a bunch of trails. Mm-hmm. And I was with the city engineer at the time and he, we were talking. He's like, "Have you seen that that uh the Bo Burnham movie on Netflix?" And I didn't know that he had like um that that he like watched stuff and was kind of like up to date on stuff like that and he was like he's like, "Yeah, I watched it recently." And he was like, "This is really good. It's really funny, but like at the end I was really worried about it." <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny because I like just didn't expect that from from someone, mm-hmm. um, from someone working in municipal government. So anyway. yeah, yeah, it was really well done even from a filmmaking perspective too. He's he's very good at it. Yeah, good. Have likes. you guys seen Eighth Grade? Yes. Mm-mm. Okay, it's the movie he directed. Oh, but was go sorry. Ahead. No, go ahead. Was Bo Burnham dating Phoebe Bridgers? Who's to say? Who's I, to honestly, say? I don't know. I there was a lot of rumors that they were, which is crazy because she was engaged to Paul Mascal. Is that yeah. She was engaged to him allegedly, and he well because at the end of Inside, Bo Burnham dedicates it to this. I don't remember what her name is, but I think she's a like a producer or something, a writer, a producer or something. And they had been together for like six or seven years or something, like a long time. And then all of a sudden, there's people tweeting about how Bo Burnham and Phoebe Bridges are dating. Hmm. That's crazy. So. Well, wasn't there a rumor for a while that she was dating the guy from uh, Maddie Healy? No, that was Taylor Swift who was Taylor dating Swift. him. It was Taylor, yeah. yeah this so. is the same person. Guys, speaking of Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift is going to like help save cinemas even more than they were already saved this year. Some of the tweets about like people are so scared for this physical safety of theater workers everywhere. Yeah. Taylor Swift's movie comes out. Guys, I have a, I can't, I can't to say it on, on the air, but I need to tell you guys a story about that after we're done recording because oh, you okay. guys will appreciate it. It's so. not a situation okay. where like names get bleeped out. Like I did on Sandlot. I just, yeah, no, it's not like that. I, I just, I, I, I'm not gonna talk about it. Okay. While okay. We're being recorded. I'll remind Word. you. So it's probably not that serious, but I'm, I'm going to 
make it this serious. So anyway, hot rod. Hot oh rod. yeah. That's what this episode is about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently it, uh, initially it was going to be a, a Will Ferrell project. He produced it. Mm hmm. So did oh. Seth Meyers. Yep. And like, so Lorne Michaels gave the Lonely Island a bunch of freedom to make sure they got nice. to do whatever they wanted with it, which was cool. Yeah. And again, I feel like that's like, that was, they were ahead of the time and it just was uh, not appreciated as much at the time, but then found its footing. Like, um, like I remember Hudson Jones saying that he had this on his iPod video, <laughs> like the first iPod video. Like people like our age loved this movie yeah. and were buying it and downloading it from iTunes. So, and probably, um, um, torrenting it for sure. So probably what torrenting it like, Oh, Pirates okay. Bay. Yeah. Okay. I don't, know, I don't know what I thought you said, but it wasn't torrent. It was taint. Was it taint? <laughs> it was the other T word. Tainted. Isaac, do you know, I'm not using taint as in like something's tainted. Yeah, I know. Do you know the uh, the other <laughs> definition? Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm yes. making sure we're on the same page. Yeah, <laughs> the shrimp is tainted. <laughs> yeah. Isaac is a 28-year-old man with a, with a wife and a child. He doesn't I know. know what it means. Just making sure. He was homeschooled. You never know. You're just, know that's so true. Um, oh, gosh. I could say. The other day, uh, hold on. The other day, my mom asked if one of my friends here was homeschooled. I was like, no, mom. Why, why do you think that? That she was homeschooled. She went, and I named the high school she went to. And she goes, I don't know. All of your other friends are homeschooled. And I was like, Isaac. Isaac is my one homeschool <laughs> friend. The, the one. one. <laughs> the, the one. You think she's like proud or proud or disappointed? Like all your friends are homeschooled. I like, don't. I don't know. I don't well, know. Olivia, I was I was homeschooled, first through fourth grade. Does that count? Okay. Me and Walter. I mean, but you you went to public school like when it really mattered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like middle school and high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I went to private school in middle school. Fifth through eighth grade was oh, private, okay, and okay. then public but school. You, okay. High. Still, so you're kind of homeschool. If if I had to choose, if, like if I could go back and had to do the same amount of years in each type of schooling, I wouldn't change anything. Like high school is definitely where you need to be, like in public school. I mean, it's it's baptism by fire yeah, for agree. sure. For but sure. you got to Yeah, yeah. Isaac knows. Isaac Isaac knows the best of all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I miss you, Daddy. <laughs> Yeah, what? no, I feel like people were like, when they would ask about, uh, oh, you were homeschooled uh, when I met them in college freshman year, and they were like, are you having a hard time adjusting? I was like, no. <laughs> like, I don't know. I will say, Isaac, but you, But Olivia like, can say, like, I don't know, I was I weird? No. So it was pretty normal, pretty I normal, mean, average not any freshman. Than, like, you All are freshmen are weird, though. Like oh, they are. I'm kind of realizing that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but college freshmen. 
But think you got to think about like the other contexts in which people meet homeschool people, which is typically at church. Like yep. the homeschool kids I went I went to church with in high school were all like um, they were all kind of like D- the the Duggars documentary that came out mm-hmm. earlier yep. this summer. They were all like those people, <laughs> yeah, like right. hardcore into it. Were like. They were better than us and holier than us because they were homeschooled and, and we were mm-hmm. the like the heathen, like the heathen public, public school. school. Yeah. Most so, of the when, once I was in public school, most of the homeschoolers I met after that were through Boy Scouts. Oh. That's where you meet some real characters. There was I bet, a kid. I bet. Dude, I was uh it's no, when you're one of the older scouts, like in your in your troop, and then you like <clears> the younger <throat> the younger ones come in and you're like wow i cannot stand to be around any of them and then you're like oh that was me that's that's how i was viewed so there's this one kid though i was i was getting close to aging out i was 16 15 or 16 and there was a kid who who joined the troop you know however old you are when you join what you know 11 12 and he wore glasses which is fine i wear glasses but he had fashioned his own makeshift rear view mirror that he had attached to his glasses. And he would That's check acceptable it only if you regularly. were riding a bicycle. He would check it regularly. I remember one time at summer camp, I was sitting across the table from him at a meal and like and he didn't like talk too much. And so I remember, like, I was just, you just, it's one of the people you just like, I just need to, like, watch what you're doing for a little while. Like, I need, I need to observe you. And he, I, I would, I, he'd be sitting there eating, and I would watch him, his eyes just dart to his rearview mirror, like, every eight or 10 seconds, like, just to make sure nobody's trying to sneak up on him. I'm like, dude, this is Boy Scout camp. Nobody's coming up on you right now. <laughs> you're fine. Um, I have the power so. of God and anime on my side. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Energy dude. I'm getting yep. from that. You, mm-hmm. is, All of those kids. Do you know where that, that dude is now? No. Uh, where is do he? you? I'm just no. I'm just curious. Like, oh, has he? You said it like you knew. Shot up a school or oh, Olivia? <laughs> oh, gosh. I just it's like school shooter we vibes. Having a good time. I'm sorry. We're talking <laughs> about hot rod. That does it not Boy give Scouts. you like school shooter vibes? No, no. School How old was that kid? Like ninth grade. In, in that video, middle, I think he was in middle school. That is probably that is paranoia. It, but paranoia doesn't always. Oh, lead you're talking. I, I thought you were talking about the the, <laughs> the, the kid, kid who said Scott the power trip? of God and anime. Oh, wait, no, who, are you, who are we talking <laughs> about right now? <laughs> you were talking about Walter's. I was talking about Walter's. Olivia, I thought you were talking about that Vine kid too. Oh my gosh, no. Oh my gosh, no. Listen, we all have the power of God and anime on our side, okay? You're right. That's fine. No, no, no. no. I am talking about the paranoid kid who put a rear view mirror, whatever, onto his glasses. (laughs) Yeah, there's no telling where he ended up. And was just constantly checking that. Like that guy is so paranoid. You know what's crazy? The most annoying kids in my Boy Scout troop uh, all joined the military. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Are they cops now, that? too? They all got radicalized. Uh, there was this another... <laughs> what? Where were they on January 6th? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the real question. <laughs> 
a good Olivia. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to get either one of you that good. That's but... good. That was good. <laughs> no, January 6th is such a good litmus test. <laughs> Where do you think uh do you think Rico from Hot Rod was at uh the Capitol riots? If he was oh, real? If he was a real person? If he was a real person. Yeah, but like not on per- like not for <laughs> he just happens know, to show up. <laughs> yeah, he gets there by accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He heard there was like a lot of people hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Cuz he likes to party. <sighs> that was a really fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my good one i do love doing that with fictional characters like like that that aren't political and whatever piece of work they're in but then me and my friends will be like be like do you think they're republican or like, <laughs> like we try like the best though is like when we played uh i think we talked in our last episode about super smash brothers but we always knew our like if me and my friends were hanging out playing smash one night we always knew we were probably just need to just turn the game off and do something else when at, like we were in the character select screen after like playing for like two hours and then somebody would be like okay now everybody has to pick a character that you think is a staunch conservative <laughs> and then we're like okay maybe we need to turn this off so like like for that one i would pick wario because you know for sure wario is anti-abortion right sure. like yeah and then i want to be like somebody who's only like anarcho-capitalist like that kind of <laughs> and then you have to like reason they're about like no 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 <laughs> Like, Duck Hunt is for sure... He owns a gun, but he's really liberal. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, my gosh. On the same note, it's probably time for us to wrap this episode. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Where were y'all? It's almost 1030 at night. None of us were were at the Capitol on January 6th. No, I was doing sessions at my home. Actually, in this room I'm in right now, I was doing telehealth sessions. And I came out, my mom was watching the news, and she was like, they're storming the Capitol. I said, who's they? I was at Zateo. I was writing my resume um, at the coffee coffee shop across the street from my place of work, trying to get a new job. Um, no 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 that's not what i was doing i was i was making social media um for um the the, the jeff nichols series we were doing because we were like just about to start shotgun stories and um loving and yes and all that you're right so yeah it's crazy that was like right around the same time wow that was like right before you and i kind of became friends isaac yes yeah yeah. Yeah, because we became friends in that Zateo, basically. Mm-hmm. Aw. Yep. 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 Well. Well. Even though you don't like coffee. Yeah. Oh, do you know Zateo's moving out of that space? They've been gone. Oh, they've been gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're. Yeah. You're. Let's let's wrap there. it up before we start talking about random things that don't <laughs> pertain to the episode. Start talking about okay, the town yep. that we live in. Thank you for listening to this episode. Um, we hope it was as unhinged as you were hoping <laughs> it would be. Um, please remember to rate, views, and subscribe. Share this with your hot rod friends. I hope that some of the people that I mentioned at the top of this episode uh, hear this and uh, know that I think of y'all fondly. Um, and so share it. What else? 
Oh, um, our art is by Macy Lummis. Our music is by Cordon Jocks. The uh, Cool Beans remix is by Walter Lyle. He huh? didn't know that he was going to have to do that, but I'm <laughs> there's just kidding. No, there's no Cool Beans There's remix. no Cool Beans remix coming from <laughs> the three of us. All you need is a couple samples from each of us. That's all you need. It's true. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. Oh, we what's like our party. next episode? Oh. Oh. I don't know what I our next know. episode is. Straight no, up. I'm pulling it know. up. Um, our next episode. We're very professional. I'm pretty is sure it's a blank. Prisoners. Oh. Prisoners. Denis Villeneuve. Jake Gyllenhaal. Probably my favorite performance of his. Um, Hugh Jackman. Paul Dano. It's a really great movie. It's a great movie about faith. So excited to talk about it. Cool. And we'll see y'all then. Uh, cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. By the time I got on my banana board, I was tripping balls. <laughs> also, this episode is definitely getting the explicit <laughs> <laughs> rating. Don't forget that, Walter. Okay, I'm just going to cut it there.